0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up Cuz. I am your co-host, Eric Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And we are back this week with a brand new episode. And thank you all so much for listening and subscribing and leaving us a review on iTunes. It really helps the podcast out. So if you haven't, please leave us a review real quick. Uh, you can do it right from your phone now through Apple Podcasts. Anyway, uh, as always, everybody, what's up, cuz? What's going on? What's the latest update?
1: Latest update. Well, we had a pretty uh, crazy week here. Um, We actually had a COVID scare in our family. Really? Um, Yeah. So there was a little bit of a COVID outbreak at my kid's school. And, you know, I think the, the rule is if there's more than two kids, they shut down for two weeks. So when I got the call that they were shutting down for two weeks, I'm like, okay, you know, shutting down for two weeks. But then... That night, I got emails telling me that my two kids were in close contact with two of the kids that tested positive. Really? And I'm saying to myself, oh, God, like, you know, during this whole COVID situation, it's like you have mixed feelings. I don't know if anyone else does, but like one day I'm scared. One day I'm like, all right, you know, we're young and healthy, you know, God forbid we'll be fine but then you hear crazy stories and then you fear again. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what to think anymore. Like this whole thing has gotten me and I'm pretty sure everyone going crazy. But when you're in that position and now it's like, you know, your child has been notified as a close contact to someone that tested positive. And I'm saying to myself, oh my God, like what do I do now? Mm -hmm. You go into panic mode because now you have your two kids that were in close contact but your two kids live in this home where there's me, my husband, my other kids. And it's like, what do I do? Right. And they say now, you know, you really shouldn't run to go get tested because sometimes it takes three to five days for anything to even be into your system to test positive. So now we're sitting here literally for three days saying to myself, can you taste? Can you smell? How do you feel? <laughs> I have my kids, you know, with masks on. I'm like, do not take those masks off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but it's scary because mm-hmm. it's like, it, you don't want anyone to get sick. But at the same time, it's like, you're watching them. And are you breathing good? And are are you eating? Yeah. Hey, did you taste what I just made you? <laughs> They're like, mom, I'm fine. I'm yeah. like, okay, I, I get it. But I'm scared.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, um, yeah, so I, I did take them to get tested. I waited the... You know, I went on the fourth day. I'm not going to lie. I didn't go on the third day. I didn't go on the fifth day, but I went on the fourth day. And, uh, you know, thank God. Thank God they tested negative. And then that wasn't good enough for me. I have to be honest. I waited another three days. And... Then I sent everyone to get tested. My husband, me, all the rest of my kids because I just wanted to be 100% sure. Yeah, well,
0: it can show so, up. I mean, yeah. some people showed up two weeks later. So. I know.
1: Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That so is the really craziest thing with this virus. and mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's making me more crazy because I'm a factual person. You give me the facts and I'm going to go with it. But there's really no, like there's no explanation for this virus Mm -hmm. there's the symptoms sometimes are crazy and uh, listen this whole thing is crazy i i mean there's nothing sane about it but actually experiencing it with my kids with close contacts this time around really really made me think of like wow like it's really there Mm
0: -hmm. oh yeah and you're quarantining again
1: oh we're yeah yeah full Uh lockdown teenagers you know then you know they they try to sneak that you know weekend thing you know can I just see my friend I'm like no what part mm. of
0: quarantine don't you understand right well also with the school you said it was two. First, it's like okay there's two that for sure tested positive
1: yeah well it ended up being nine
0: nine right yeah And I mean I don't know how big their classes are like 20 kids in each class
1: um no believe it or not there's only like eight kids in my kids classes each Oh, but then, but then that's even a higher number.
0: Exactly. For like, yeah, no wonder we're all in close contact.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah. Man. But it's unfortunate. It's bound to happen. I totally get it. You know, especially a lot. I feel like a lot of these outbreaks are happening with sports, believe it or not. I hate to say yeah. that, but I, I feel like it's the truth. I mean, I have to be honest. That's how the outbreak at my kid's school started was mm-hmm. through sports. And, um, you know, I, I know... And I don't know if by saying this, it's going to be controversial. Everyone is is allowed for their own opinion. So, you know, I'm not saying that. But when I first heard in the summertime that kids were going back for sports, I said to myself, listen, and my kids play sports. Don't, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my kids play sports every season. And I get it. It sucks. Trust me. I have a senior right now this year. It's her last year of playing soccer. And I feel for her. I really, really do. But my theory was in the summertime is like, okay, let's get all the kids back together to practice for preseason sports. And then in September, when it's time to go back to school, what about if there's an outbreak? They're going to shut down the schools? Like, my theory was, why don't we not do preseason sports? Let's Mm -hmm. get back into school. Let's start our education. And if everything goes well, then, you know, try to have a season in the fall or, you know, try to try to figure out a way to still have these kids have a season maybe you know later in the year or something because my theory is i'd rather my kids go to school for education first and and sports second but again that's my opinion not saying that because i know there's kids out there that that you know do sports for scholarships and and you know other things and i totally understand But we're all sacrificing something during this. It's not, you know, I am, you're not. We all are. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of these outbreaks right now are occurring
0: because of sports. I mean, that is when you're in close contact. Even sports like soccer that isn't necessarily considered a contact sport. It's like you're still running right next to people and switching directions. And and I'm assuming they're not wearing masks. This is what
1: makes no sense to me is that everyone has to wear a mask and and be six feet apart in school which i completely agree and understand with but you could go on the field with a different school and play sports with no masks on
0: yeah it's weird that that's not just at least the mask part
1: yeah like it makes no sense to me so so for most of the day you're wearing masks and you can't even socialize really with your friends yeah or you, or you have wear a mask
0: in make- gym Right? Yeah if they're doing e- gym class. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But you know, let's get on the field with other schools and you know, exchange spit basically. Yeah. And you and know sweat. <laughs> and sweat and you know, be okay with it like it's normal. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I'm I mean, so baffled.
0: It doesn't when you break it down. I mean, I get the preseason thing because basically when the restrictions are lifted, the whole thing of sports is competitive. So if one school starts practicing and you're not yeah. Then you're like, well, we're going to be, you know, the worst team. Exactly. So I understand, fully understand the competitive <laughs> aspect. So it's kind of like, even if one school's being like, we shouldn't, then you feel this pressure of like, okay, but these other schools are. And then are the kids and the parents going to be upset that the sports team's doing badly? And I get it. You I know? totally, so totally get it.
1: I totally get it. That's why there's no right or wrong to the situation. Yeah. I just am so baffled about how, you know, you have to wear a mask all day and practice social distancing at school. And, it's okay to, you know, play sports with different schools with no masks on at the end of the day.
0: Right. And especially it like makes no sense. a small school, like your kids, yeah. most of the kids play sports. Exactly. So you're like, okay, you're making them, you know, behave all day as they should be. And then
1: it just makes, but they all no mix
0: afterwards that it makes it kind of like, yeah, please tell bother? me. I mean, yeah. I would
1: love to hear my fans tell me, am I the crazy <laughs> one here?
0: <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so. I mean, that's, I felt very bad as a sports person myself. I felt so bad for this spring when all schools shut down. And people that were spring sport athletes had no sports. Everything taken away. No senior night. You know, schools had no proms. Like, all those things were taken away. All those kids sacrificed. And then, like you said, then the fall comes.
1: Erica, I get it. My daughter is a senior. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Her senior day got canceled twice already because of COVID outbreak at her school. Yeah, it sucks. She's played two games this whole season already. And this is her last time. She's played soccer since she was three years old. Right. So I feel for her. I get it. My heart breaks for her. But it still makes no sense to me on how these kids have to follow these rules and regulations of six feet apart, no mask, plexiglass in the classroom. And I'm all for that. Trust me, I am all for that. Mm -hmm. But then we're going to put them on the field, not only with your own kids at the school, which I feel more safer with, but with other kids at other schools that don't have all these rules and regulations that we do in our school.
0: Right. Or you don't know what they're doing. And
1: we don't know what they're doing. And play games, and they're in each other's face with no masks on, on top of each other. I mean, my son's a football player. I, I get it.
0: They're literally crouched face to face. Yeah, Yeah, if you're on the line. So, so
1: (laughs) where I know there's always going to be a gray area with this situation, Mm -hmm. but this is a pretty gray area. I think so. Yeah. You know, this is one extreme to another.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're wrong by any means. I'm saying I, I get the emotional connection that many people have to sports, and it, it does just suck. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Like it sucks enough without COVID. When you're in that part of your last season for whatever sport and it's like, okay, the elimination time, basically like once our team loses, we're done. So every game as a senior, you're like, this is, this might be my last soccer game ever. Like every game you go into being like, this might, might be my last game, might be my last game. And unfortunately it's like, nobody knows when their last game is or first game now or senior night even gets bumped. It's, you know, it's emotional and it. It sucks. But like you said, it's like everyone has to sacrifice something. I mean, my, my roommate actually got COVID right when lockdown hit. Wow. And we stayed in the weekend that basically a lot of people were like, oh, it's gonna be our last weekend out. Oh, we all thought it was gonna be two weeks lockdown. We didn't even go out because we were like, yeah, like, you know, we live in New York. It's crowded. Like, eh, we'll stay home. But yeah. We'll be we'll be good. And it's like, we stayed home all weekend. We like watch movies. But I was around her. Monday morning wakes up fever. And we're like, oh God!" Oh no. Yeah. And she was even lucky to get a COVID test at that time. But it just, then immediately it was like, okay, so two weeks we're on lockdown. She finally feels better. But then I, for another two weeks had to kind of stay home and not be around anyone. Cause it was like, we don't know. Could this show up? Exactly. Could I get it? Like we share a bathroom. Yeah. And I mean, I made her Lysol anything she touched. Like I was constantly cleaning it, but you, you don't know. We had no idea how it was transmitted. It was very, I felt bad for her. She was like just locked in her room. I'm locked in my room.
1: And that's the crazier part is the more stories you hear. You have a family that lives in the same house and half tests positive and half tests negative. Yeah. Yeah
0: it's insane i know it makes no sense because everyone the whole time was like i was like i'm gonna get it yeah i was sharing snacks with her it makes zero
1: sense and that's what makes this virus even more scarier and that's what i'm trying to explain to my kids because you know my one son he's like oh i got tiger blood i'm not gonna get it i got tiger blood i'm like here we go (laughs) i'm like here we go like how do you explain to a teenager that you might have tiger blood but i don't
0: right exactly
1: they don't get it they're Why young not? and you know it is uh, listen it is what it is I do my prayers every day and hope for the best
0: yeah I mean it's even with like um flu shots yeah the big thing with flu shots is like I'm fine if I get the flu but if I get the flu then I give my grandmother the flu she might not be fine exactly so it's you know yeah it's it's just great it's it is scary you really don't know and let me tell you my roommate is a runner like every day doing like seven miles she's got strong lungs she was like yeah, I just, I have a tightness in my chest. If I move too much at all, I like feel out of breath. Wow. And that's the part that people are like, it is scary because we've all been sick, but it's that part that like, you feel like you can't breathe. Yeah. And especially, I mean, especially someone like her, I'm like, I know you have good lungs. I'm like, I, you know, I work out and try to stay in shape, but like, I look at what she does and I'm like, all right, I'm not that level. So I was looking at how sick she was. So I was sitting there like, yeah, if I get it, I I think it would be worse or.
1: But that's the scary part. No one knows. No Mm -hmm. one knows how it's going to affect each individual
0: no yeah, we have no idea
1: and that's what makes me insane because i'm like a very control freak and i need to know who what when where why, and how and i can't this is something i can't
0: right i mean uh, yeah everyone it's like we're all holding our breath and trying to just have a sense of normalcy and you kind of do what you can but yeah that's yeah there's there's so many weddings that i just was like i'm just not gonna go even when they
1: but that's insane i'm sorry who the hell is throwing a wedding during these times? I
0: almost feel like people are pressured just because with like your deposit and even though you can only have half the people you could, it's like, you know, I don't know. I've never thrown a wedding or a big party personally and apparently these contracts are nuts, but I feel like it's almost like pressuring people like, well, they have our money, so either we lose money or we like, you know, have 30 people or whatever.
1: Listen, I don't know, but anyone who has deposits from people and know what's going on in the world, if they can't, you know, prospect, Postpone their weddings, or if you know, I understand people not being able to give back deposits because listen, people have to live also. Yeah, but I also think it's fair to either say to the the couple or the people throwing the party, Listen, I'll give you back your deposit, but you got to give me, you know, six months after we're able to reopen again. I think that's fair, something or you know, let
0: me reschedule. Let me
1: reschedule. Come on, if people just don't do something like that, then they shouldn't be in business. I'm sorry, they shouldn't I mean, be I business. agree,
0: but it's just, like you said, it's like everyone's just trying to eat. <laughs> you know, everyone's just trying to watch their own.
1: I totally understand, but it's not like, you know, if I was throwing a party and I had put deposits on vendors, I would be happy with them saying to me, listen, I get it, if you don't want to postpone, at least give me till, you know, six months or a year after we go back to normal.
0: Right, something.
1: Something, you yeah. know.
0: Or a lot of people, you know, in the coming years are gonna be having, like, a Monday wedding.
1: Exactly. It's like is what it is yeah. that was
0: the date we had open things were already booked um mm-hmm. you know what's funny i have a cousin she was supposed to get married uh ended up not getting married but this venue had like their deposit mm-hmm. but she also was in med school and so the mom was basically like couldn't get the deposit back but then when she graduated med school she used that deposit to like throw her a nice like graduation party at the same place nice but it was kind of funny of like for years it takes a long time that residency like it was for years basically like we have a deposit in this place. Yeah. And we're gonna use it at some point for something, you know. But listen, that's which that's it worked out. So
1: nice that the place held it for that long and it worked out.
0: Yeah. I know. Well, hope everybody's at least doing what you can to stay safe and um I don't know, stay insane as we're now yeah. oh god the winter and the getting dark out early, it's tough. It is. I it's feel so it. tough. It's officially daylight saving So um anyway, guys, you wanna email us, send us an email at cuzpod at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. Let us know how you're coping with everything. Uh, we got an email here, actually very interesting, about um, a family ring a family I want to into. Yes, a family huh. ring that was like inherited. A okay. guy emailed in. So, all right, a little long, but it's good. So, it's called the Grandmother's Ring. Dear Cuz, love the podcast and I can't wait for more episodes. I have a question for you. My girlfriend and I just moved in together after dating for two years. I love her and can't wait to marry her. However, the engagement ring conversation has come up. I'm 31 and all of my close friends are officially married or engaged, so I have been in the loop on what they're spending on engagement rings. I am fortunate that I have a family ring that was given to me to use when I found the right person. I understand that someone may not want a ring that isn't made especially for them, but I think we can take the stones and make a new setting for her that she would be happy with. She suggested going ring shopping together, but I think that if the ring really is a gift for her, then it's up to me to pick it out. I could afford to buy her a nice ring, but I would be using all my savings on it, and I don't think that makes sense when we could invest the money into something together or save it for when we have kids, etc. I don't think she would be upset to get a family ring, but I'm not sure how to navigate the conversation. My guy friends might judge me or call me cheap for not getting her an expensive ring myself, but I feel like I could always get her a nicer ring in the future when I've had some more success at work and time to save. Any advice is appreciated. Thanks.
1: That's a nice one. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of which way I would go with this because um, you could go either way. So if if I was this guy's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and um, again, to me, just being asked to get married is special enough. Yeah, I mean, for some people the size of the ring that does matter, but in reality what really does matter is your marriage to that person. Now, if it was up to me and I was this guy, I would I would use the ring. I would definitely do what he said though. You know, if you take the stones and put it into a beautiful setting, a more modernized setting because again, I don't know what the ring looks like. Right. Um, I don't know what the stones look like, but there's so much they could do these days with, with different settings and adding stones. And I think you could still make it sentimental with using grandma's ring, but at the same time, also personalizing it for, for you to give to her, which is even more special. Mm. So to me, it would be two, two special things at once. A, you're using grandma's ring and B, you're also either adding to it or making it your own creation. So that's what I would do. And that to me would be special enough. And then, you know, as they grow their life together, this is what my husband and I actually did, believe it or not. Um, We renewed our vows at our 10 year wedding anniversary without me even knowing that my husband went and got me a brand new ring, And um, that was even more special. So I think the route that I would take is take grandma's ring, go to a great jeweler, Mm -hmm. you know, let him take the stones out, Um, figure out a new setting or a new creation because you could create your own ring too. Because I don't know what these stones look like. I don't know what sizes they are or
0: are they, you know. Typically a lot of times you pick this actual literal stone first mm-hmm. and then the figure out the setting exactly. and whatnot right so essentially i don't it's not necessarily hard to do but the stone is the big purchase piece that's that's the expensive thing
1: exactly and if he wants to make it more special then he could add stones to it you know he could add stones to it he could he could create a new one himself and to me that'll be double the special the, you know double double the The thought that went into it and more special Mm -hmm. than just going out and getting a brand new ring, which he should do, but maybe at their 10 year wedding
0: anniversary. Right. I think that's basically what he's saying is like, listen, I mean, also it's like you're 31. So it's like, you know, if you're paying off student loans, like, you know, still getting established in your career, it's like, yeah, it's it's good that you even have a savings to spend on this ring. You wouldn't go into debt, but I totally get like, you know, if I looked at my savings account and someone said, you have to get rid of it all just for this thing but it was a thing that I already had in my back pocket. (laughs) I would be like, yeah, this, this logistically doesn't make any sense.
1: I think it's more the sentimental part of it. I I think it's more, you know, the meaning behind the ring than actual spending the money of it.
0: Right. Or he kind of feels like, you know, if you love me, this shouldn't be that big of a deal.
1: If my husband had his grandmother's ring and he wanted to give it to me to get engaged, that to me is more special than anything else.
0: Yeah. I mean, we talked about the ring stuff in a previous episode of the only thing with these stones is I guess the square versus round. Yeah. M- which might be the only thing that someone's kind of like, uh, you know, I preferred the round or I preferred the square, but if it's in the ballpark, you know, if she wants square it's a square diamond, I truly don't see like what the issue would be. Exactly. Like exactly. you said, it's nice. the Sentimental parts. Nice. And, um, but this is, you know, the ring shopping thing is like a, that's like a, my generation trend really like it's truly not this blind they pick out a ring wow like i've heard many versions i've heard the version of the guys like let's go like i want to go with you tell me what kind of stuff you like they don't necessarily buy it with the girl right there but Uh they're like okay map it out they talk budget etc then there's another version where the girl will go to like some type of jeweler look at stuff there's a specific jeweler she likes they know what she likes the guy goes talks to the jeweler jeweler's like the middleman. And then there's the third version, which I've only had, like, two friends do, I think, where they just straight up were like, yep, whenever you're ready and whatever you want to get, I don't care. Wow. <laughs> right, you know, but right. Um, and honestly, those two, the ones that said nothing, tended to get the nicer ring. Really? Yeah, my one friend, she said nothing. They just, you know, talked of engagement, marriage, when that comes. He ended up at taking her father with him. Uh-huh. So, he, he was kind of like, can you go with me? I know you kind of know what she likes and what she wants oh, that was very sweet and, help me. and i think the jeweler was in his hometown mm-hmm. or her hometown so that's where the dad lives so i was like i think that's very sweet too kind of like so i'm asking sweet. you for permission yeah. and, and a little help because i know she's always liked when you picked her out jewelry
1: i i kind of like that one the best i have right? to be honest i really do i, I wouldn't i wouldn't want to go with my future husband i think this is something that you don't tell someone what to spend you don't tell someone oh, definitely not you this is a true like gift for you and i want it to come from the heart and i'm not going to tell you what to do and and if if you know each other very well then i think the outcome is going to be fine
0: yeah and also you've been together long enough and seeing the friends engagements that's usually the easiest way to figure out what someone likes exactly like every time there's an engagement there's a ring and there's gonna be one that she sees probably mm-hmm. and it's like oh my gosh i love her ring exactly And then there's probably gonna be one that she's like ugh. Not my style. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So, like, as a dude, from a dude perspective, I'm like, you just... That's an easy way for you to just pay a little attention. Exactly. If there's going to be a friend of hers, she's like, oh, so-and-so's ring is my favorite. And just, like, just go look at what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Get a little ballpark idea. Yeah. But, yeah, I do do think the dad thing is sweet. It's so sweet. I like that,
1: actually, even better than going with the mom for some reason. I don't know
0: why. (laughs) I know. Yeah, I guess. I don't... Yeah, but it's just... I mean, we're kind of old school. Like, for me, you know, there's the trend... That with like walking down the aisle a lot of times now people have both parents yes them down, i noticed that right but yeah. my mom has already said to me she's like that's your dad's moment
1: yeah listen again i have boys and girls so um i feel like there's certain moments that you get with your sons and mm-hmm. there's certain moments that daddies get with their daughters right and uh i think walking down the aisle i think it's a it's a great you know daddy daughter moment unless there's certain situations that you know there's no dad or there's a stepdad or there's you know, then you have your mom or your grand you know, it there's always different situations in different households. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm not judging it, but just yeah. like for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a me and my dad thing.
1: Exactly. And my
0: mom's already like, oh no no. like she's like, No, I don't I don't need to be a part of that. That's okay. Yeah like, kind of thing. <laughs> I think it's partly my mom's like shy in those <laughs> situations. But uh, yeah, you know. Um yeah, there's a lot of traditions and I don't I don't think this is wrong at all, or it's like this is one of those things that might be eye opening, like I don't know. Can you imagine like you have your ring you have before the ring you have now Mm -hmm. and say you give it to one of your sons to give to a girl and he goes, gets a new setting and say she like kind of throws a fit in some way. I would be a little offended. Yeah. Offended. But also wouldn't you be like, you sure you want to marry this girl? Yeah.
1: I would be like, I would think twice, you know, because again, everyone's different. So it's, it's, this is just coming from my opinion. Um, Listen, we all love gifts. Don't get me wrong. um, But if you really think of the meaning of a gift, sometimes, you know, writing certain special words in a card means more than the actual gift. Right. And sometimes the meaning of something means more than the actual new thing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Oh, always. That's, that's how I feel, that's my personal
0: opinion. Right, I know, I just, especially with you, you have three sons that I would almost feel more special of like, oh i got the son that got the ring (laughs) like you know what i mean (laughs) like the one that got the inherited ring it's kind of like oh it was between three and for some reason he got it for whatever reason but yeah i don't i don't think this is bad at all i think it's smart especially you know just earlier the episode we're talking about the world's crazy place you don't know stuff is very up and down say you use your savings and then you suddenly lose your job yeah then it's like okay now now what what's the conversation now yeah i
1: always think that it's always good to have a buffer in the bank and because you never
0: know what tomorrow brings definitely right um but yeah good luck and um i don't know i think it's like you said it's very sweet and um i mean best of luck sounds like you got a good girl i think it, i think it would be fine i
1: think it's gonna work out in the end
0: yeah definitely um but anyway guys uh, thank you so much for listening if you want to email us your questions it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com and tell a friend write a review help us out a little bit share the word of the podcast and um i don't know anything else lisa No, till next time. Send us
1: send us your uh, questions and listen. If there's anything that you disagree with me or you know, (laughs) send it over too. Yeah, we're done. Can't wait to hear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.